Welcome to the Infinite Project Podcast. My name is Stephen and I'm the owner of the Infinite Project. We help men and women finish losing body fat for good, doing something they can stick to long term. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about four things that you should not be doing for fat loss. Uh, Now, each one of these four I've probably done in the past multiple times as well. So uh, I guess this episode is a little bit like, can I learn from my mistakes um, so that you don't have to repeat the uh, same frustrations that I had? So again, stuck straight in. Number one uh, out of these first four is um, following a restrictive plan. Um, Now, I've done this in the past as well, um, where I've gone in really, really restrictive, uh, you know, with regards to some of the foods I'm eating, Uh, you know, I'm not eating out, uh, I'm not having any takeaways, chocolate, you know, I'll cut everything out and I'll go very, very, very restrictive. Um, Sometimes in the short run, it used to work really well, like the first kind of three, four weeks, I'd usually see some really good progress and then after a while, I'd eventually just get really fed up or just be craving foods way more than normal. Uh, and eventually I would have something bad and uh, it would just totally derail me because I'd feel like, well, I failed. Like this is just an absolute waste of time. I've messed up now. Um, so yeah, the first one is, you know, following a restrictive plan. If you are following a plan just now, even if you're getting great results, like ask yourself, can you see yourself doing this, you know, eight weeks from now? 20 weeks from now, a year from now, depending on how much body fat you have to lose, like you, one, you need to be able to stick to it long term and, and two, you need to, it needs to be a plan that you can easily adapt so that once you finish losing body fat, you can do something similar uh, to maintain your results long term. Like a lot of people will go from an extremely restrictive plan, see great results, but their normal way of eating when they're not on that plan is basically what caused the problem in the first place. So, you know, the way I look at a plan now is that, you know, I want to be doing something that I can make the new normal, the new normal way of eating so that long term, the only thing that really changes once I finish losing body fat is, you know, I eat slightly more because I'm not trying to lose body fat anymore. So yeah, following a restrictive plan, if it is really restrictive, you know, just look at that long term picture. Uh, Like I said, it's not just that sticking to it's the problem it's it's what you do after you achieve the result and if it's you know if it's too too much of a change or you can't see yourself eating that kind of sort of way long term then you know maintain your results becomes a massive massive issue the second thing you should not be doing for fat loss um is having zero flexibility so this kind of ties into the first point as well um you know again if you're extremely strict all the time um, even if you're eating all the right foods, it doesn't really matter. You know, socially, <laughs> it just it's really hard to to not to not have some you know bad things now and again. Whether that's going out for supper, whether that's you know having a takeaway or having a bar of chocolate when you fancy having one, or going out with the family and having an ice cream. Like you know, you can't be turning all these things down and you know declaring I'm not having any of these things again for the rest of your life because it's not going to happen. <laughs> Eventually, you will have some of these foods. Um, these foods are. Uh, I guess in a way, like so, not addictive as such, but you know they're they're all made in a way that <laughs> they taste bloody good, and uh, it's very hard not to to have them, especially for you know the rest of your life. There's just no way that's gonna happen. Um, so yeah, having zero flexibility is an absolute nightmare. Again, you know when I kind of started out, I you know tried to eat like almost like a bodybuilder because I used to go on YouTube and I'd watch these bodybuilding guys you know with amazing physiques and I'd watch what they were eating and look at what they're eating 
and there was no no junk food. It was just you know very 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 clean way of eating. Um, but yeah, I just I, I tried that and I always struggled with it long term because I'd always feel like I was missing out. You know, if some of my my pals were maybe going going out for supper, you know, I didn't want to be like, oh well, I can't come anymore because you know I'm I'm on a fat loss phase just now. So yeah, enjoy your meal. There's just no way I was going. Well, there's no way I was going to want to do that. Um, and the other thing it kind of ruined me a little bit with that as well with the zero flexibility is with you know quite often like through the week I'd have you know be this ultra strict person then come the weekend it would it would you know almost have to reward myself uh, that's kind of how how I kind of explained it to myself in my mind is like right I've been good all week so now I need to reward myself because you know I've had nothing bad all week um, and again that kind of left me stuck and frustrated because I'd consume a ton of calories at the weekend and not lose any body fat over the week um, so yeah having zero flexibility you know just doesn't work if you are doing things like tracking your food intake you know as long as your your calorie intake still in a you know a good place you're getting enough protein in your diet and you're you know 80 percent at least of your food intakes healthy nutritious food nothing wrong with having a chocolate bar or a bag of crisps you know quite often i'll have the odd chocolate bar through the week or the odd bag of crisps or you know the odd bowl of ice cream or whatever the hell it is you know i'll have the odd bit of junk now and again it's just you know, have it in moderation. It doesn't, you know, it's not going to do you any damage in the long run, the odd little bit here and there. But if you're eating it all the time, obviously, yeah, different story. So yeah, point number two is having zero flexibility. You should not be, you know, ultra, ultra strict. Again, it just doesn't work long term. Point number three is tracking your progress by only weighing yourself once per week. So you should 100% not be doing this. Um, again, this is something I used to do when I started out. I literally weighed myself once a week, Friday morning, and that was like, you know, I was either making progress or not making progress. So if my body weight had gone down, I've made progress. If it stayed the same or gone up, it's been a shambles of a week. The whole week's just, you know, an absolute write-off and, you know, I'm going to have a blowout this weekend now because I feel so bad. That was literally me years ago. Um, I used to only track my body weight once a week. Now, here's the thing with body weight. This is something that I drum into my clients a lot. Uh, a lot of people really struggle with the scales and, uh, you know, something I always try to focus on is getting people to zoom out a little bit and actually... Give them a little bit more knowledge around the scales and things like that. So the scales, literally, all they do is tell us what our body weighs. They tell us what we weigh on that particular day. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't take into account whether you've lost body fat, whether you've gained muscle mass, whether you've been stressed, whether you've, you know, had your, your supper later than normal, whether you haven't been to the toilet yet, whether it's your time of the month. There's so many things that affect how your body basically retains water. Um, there's so many things that affect how your body weighs that don't have anything to do with fat loss. Um, so like putting all our hopes on one way in a week is just a waste of time. It's useless data. Like literally, I could be absolutely on point all week, feeling the leanest I've felt in ages. And then the night before I weigh in, I could go and have a meal really high in carbs and salt, for example. Say I had, I don't know, I had some sort of stir fry with uh, some kind of salty sauce. Um, you know, I could add that really big meal before I went to my bed. And then the next day, I could probably be like four or five pounds heavier just from the salt, the carbs, the big meal. Um, so yeah, that doesn't mean I've gained, you know, five pounds, four pounds of body fat in, in, <laughs> in eight hours. It's just, I've had a big meal. Um, so yeah, weighing yourself once a week is an absolute utter waste of time. If you are doing it, honestly, it's just pointless. Um, like I say, so many people get derailed by the scales. They'll have a great week. They'll weigh in one day and, you know, potentially the day before they maybe 
they maybe had something or you know that on that day they've weighed in they've had a little bit of a fluctuation and then they think that they've gained body fat or they're not making progress and they kind of give up and the amount of people i've spoke to have done that in the past um is insane and like i said that's something i drum in with my clients is i'm telling people look scales don't tell us the whole story look at all these other metrics that we're tracking uh, keep going and they do keep going and then they see more progress off the back of it so guys do not weigh yourself once a week it's an hour waste of time now what to do instead is with your body weight like yeah but you can track body weight and the best way to track it is i usually recommend with my clients is try to take three minimum at least three weigh-ins per week spread out throughout the week and um, so for example monday wednesday friday or or whatever you know try and spread them out and then what you want to do is kind of take an average over the week um, and kind of zoom out. So you might see that, yeah, on Friday, maybe your body weight was up, but maybe on Monday and Wednesday, your body weight was down. So what you want to do is kind of zoom out, look at what your average weight over the week's done. And if that, on average, is trending down, it's going down the way, week to week, month to month, then keep going, you're making progress. Um, other things to track are your measurements. Uh, I tell all my clients to track their measurements because sometimes, especially when you have those weeks where your body weight might fluctuate up and you might go, oh my scale weight's kind of stuck this week what the hell's going on there you might find that your measurements have all come in you might find oh my waist and my hips are down and oh wow i felt it in my jeans this morning like that's all signs you've made really good progress regardless of the scales being up a pound um but yeah i i'm not gonna lie i do get really sick of speaking about the scales but again i guess it's one of those things that so many people struggle with and it's something i used to really struggle with um so yeah, hopefully that's um, useful, useful regards to that. Try and take multiple readings throughout the week. Uh, you know, make sure you're tracking your measurements, you know, like your waist, your hips, your arms, your legs, and your chest. That's the five areas I would track. And the last one I would track is progress picks. Take them even once a month. Again, I've seen clients, um, you know, maybe for a week and a half, their body weight's not really come down much, but then they'll update their progress picks and their measurements and go, wow, what a difference. Um, and, it, you know, one of the other things that a lot of people struggle with is motivation. Like it's probably the most common thing I hear um, online. It's like, oh, I've just got no motivation. The biggest thing that will motivate you more than anything is seeing progress, like literally seeing progress. So tracking your measurements, tracking your progress picks and your average body weight and seeing those things move in a positive direction will motivate you more than anything. So yeah, that's definitely 100% my, um, my advice there. And then number four, the final thing that you should not be doing for fat loss is looking at things with this all or nothing mentality. Again, this is another one that I used to do in the past. Um, you know, I'd look at my, you know, I'd say, that's it, I'm on a diet. I'm starting Monday. It's all or nothing. <laughs> Literally, I'm not messing up. If I mess up one meal, well, that's it. Toys are out the pram. I'm, I'm, I'm off it. I'm not going back on it. Um, literally that used to self-sabotage me all the way because I was all or nothing there was no in between there was no oh you know for example say I've been on it for three weeks and I'm making great progress and I'm feeling good and then oh we've got an unexpected lunch out and then I've had a fancy piece for example that would be me oh well that's it I've messed up oh my god this meal oh I've, I've ruined the whole day right that's it I'm off it and then the rest of the week would have been a shambles I would have undone all the work I just done over the last three weeks felt like crap and then had to start again and then just repeated that cycle multiple times throughout the year. So the all or nothing mentality doesn't work. Just remember, you're not a professional athlete. You do not dedicate your life to this. You have a life, you've got a job, you've got responsibilities, you've got, you know, you've got a busy lifestyle. You know, it's trying to 
go in with this all or nothing mentality. It's just a recipe for disaster. It's just asking for you to, to eventually self-sabotage and fail. So, you know, just remember, you're not a professional athlete. You're not supposed to be on it 24-7. Everyone slips up. If you slip up, guess what? It's normal. Everyone does. I slip up all the time. I've never had one client that's only been perfect, that's never slipped up once. Everybody slips up, whether it's a weekend, whether it's a, a random day through the week, whether it's an entire week, you've just... Maybe you've been under so much stress and everything's just gone out the window for a week. It's not the end of the world. You know, get back on track, get back on it as soon as you can and start moving forwards again. Like quite often, you might have a bad weekend, weigh in on Monday and go, oh my God, I've put on five pounds, what the hell, oh my God. And you can feel like you've you've almost failed. But reality is, again, that weight's not all body fat. You get back on it, a few days later, your body weight's back down to what it was and you're like, oh, I'm back on track again. You know, you, you just got to kind of normalize that, you know, from time to time, you're going to slip up. Sometimes you're, you're going to go off track. But when you're stuck in this mentality of thinking, right, I've messed up, that's it, I'm, I'm done, you're going to end up spinning your wheels and, and never going anywhere. So you've got to kind of look at the bigger picture again, um, you know, and, and just remember, you're not, an, you're not a professional athlete. You're not going to be on it all the time. You're going to mess up from time to time, and it's not the end of the world. Like I say, some of the best results I've had with some of the clients I've worked with have had plenty of bad weekends, bad weeks three or four day spells where they've been completely off it holidays they've come back in the way half a stone heavier you know all these little things are little blips in the road when you zoom out and look across the whole year you'll see multiple times where you've gone off track but as long as you can always you know look at the bigger picture look at the long game and get back on it keep moving forwards you will continue to see progress and you'll zoom out and see that oh yeah i forgot i had that little blip back in march or oh yeah i forgot i had a holiday in july and i gained a few pounds it's not the end of the world like you know as long as you can keep moving forwards um, you know you'll still be in a fantastic place so yeah guys that was the four things you should not be doing for fat loss number one was following a restrictive plan because again it just doesn't work long term and it's very difficult finishing your fat loss phase and maintaining. Number two is having zero flexibility. Like I said, as long as 8% of your food's in a good place, it's gonna make the whole process so much easier. Try to get a little bit of flexibility in there, whether that's you know having your favorite chocolate bar now and again, or going out for a, a meal with the family now and again, whatever it is, get back on it after your next meal and you'll be absolutely fine. Number three was tracking your progress by only weighing yourself once a week. Like I said, utter waste of time. Make sure you're taking multiple readings over the week and take an average. Make sure you're tracking your measurements and progress picks. They will 100% show you what kind of progress you're making. And number four was the all or nothing mentality. Remember, you're not a professional athlete. No one's expecting you to be perfect or on it 24-7. You're getting a slip up. It's not the end of the world though. Get back on it with your next meal. And if you do keep doing that and play the long game, you will make insane progress. So yeah, guys, hope we're all having a good Friday so far. Uh, Thanks for listening in today and we will catch up with you next week.